My name is Shen Miaoyang. I'm working in the Peking University Institute of Hematology. And my interest is CLL and other lymphomas. And actually, incidence of CLL in China is really very, very low. But, you know, the institute is almost the biggest one in China. So I have a lot of CLL patients. Uh, you know, the population of China is really very big. <laughs> no matter the incidence is low, I really have a lot of such kind of patients. And just like today, I saw more than 20 CLL patients in my outpatient clinic. So actually, I participate in the study of C3002 and in 2014. At that time, ibutinib has already been approved in United States, and Jensen came to China and asked if my boss, the PI of that study, Professor Xiaojun Huang, wanted to participate in Asia-Pacific study, uh, also the launching study in China. And my boss said yes, so I was the sub-PI of that study. And the study try to compare ibutinib with rituximab. Obviously, rituximab is not a good option for CL patients, but at that time, the resonance study just compared ibutinib with ofatumumab in the Western countries. We, in China, we do not have ofatumumab. At that time, we did not have albinutuzumab either. So the only control we can choose is rituximab. So the study was designed as that comparison of ibutinib with rituximab single agents in refractory and relapsed CL patients. And the result, I think, is really excellent. And at the time, I had a lot of patients, and we did not have any method to let them getting better. But with the start, with the study drug, ibutinib, the patients get the response very fast and really come back to us, I think, because many of them, I think, will die very soon. And later, we completed that study and the ibutinib launched in China. And as you know, we now have many choice of BDK inhibitors in China, not only ibutinib, but also zanubutinib and arilabutinib have already been approved by Chinese FDA. And my patients really have a lot of options. And actually, in China, we really have some local characteristic features of the CL patients. As everybody knows, the incidence is very low. And many CL experts, they have some idea about Asian CL. In 2019, the Edinburgh in the IWCL meeting, at that time, I gave a presentation of CLA in China in the meeting. And after my talk, many professors, they came to me, you know, a lot of very famous professors at that time. I was so excited to talk with them. Many of them came to me and said they believed the Asian CL patients are totally different from the Western CL patients. They just consider the Asians will have more sick patients and will be worse responding to all the treatment. 
actually, besides that characteristics, we also have a problem of HPV infection in China. In I think maybe in two thousand, yeah, in two thousand, the Sun Yixian Cancer Center they published some study and summarized the B cell lymphoma patients. I think、uh, the data is about thirty percent of the patients have the HBV S antigen positivity. So it's really a very big proportion of the patients. In the study of ributinib, actually the study do not command all the investigators to give the prophylaxis of the HBV reactivation. At the time, I I really did not get any information about HBV reactivation from the previous studies. So I think it's okay if the patients did not have HBV antigen positive. If they do not have the HBV DNA positivity, they will be very safe in the treatment. After that study, also you know we have zanubrutinib and arilabrutinib study. To my surprise, you know at that time uh, that uh, companies they just、uh, almost copy the protocols of ibrutinib. So also they do not have the prophylaxis command. Of HBV reactivation, but there are some patients really got the reactivation, and also someone get very sick, and we are so surprised at that time because you know we have already completed the ibrutinib study, almost it completed for one year, but now we we just consider every BDK inhibitors they can work, they are doing almost the same, but the reactivation. Rate seems higher in the next generation BTK inhibitors. So we at that time we just made the modification of the protocol and gave anti-HBV reactivation drugs to all the patients with the resolved HBV. In fact, that means they have HBC antibody positivity without the surface antigen positivity. So that's the, the beginning of the story. So after all the experience, we have already come to the post hoc study. I just ask all the statisticians to review the data, and I really have the feeling we did not have so much reactivation in the ibutinib study. That I really my feel is right. After statistician gave me the report, I really found it's quite safe in the ibutinib study. It's really very interesting because you know、uh, the next generation BDK inhibitor, they have much safer profile. They have already reported that they have very low instance of atrial fibrillation, and as they believe they have more the, the intensive potential to control the disease. But according to the result of the post hoc study, I just consider maybe there is some difference between the antivirus potential. I don't know if the ibutinib really help the T cells to prevent the reactivation of HBV. I don't know, but I really think there must be some difference between the 
activation of the BDK inhibitors. Yeah, it's a very interesting study. So we just have the result and complete that paper. And I think it's really very important for all the physicians in China because we have to face the same reality. Many patients with B-cell lymphoma, they have the problem of HBV reactivation when they enter the anti-lymphoma or anti-lymphocytic leukemia treatment. We really need to know if the patients are safe or not when we give the treatment of the lymphoma.